Welcome to Dave and Warcry Club. I'm Warren, and today I'm joined by my co-host Fred and Dave, as well as special guest Mike Sansa. Tonight, we'll be covering lists from around the world from the last month as we see how things are shaping up as we get closer to Adepticon. We'll also have our initial impression of the revamped Flesh Eater Courts, as well as the LVO reveals, a ton of upcoming events, and even a hobby update, all coming up on this episode of Dayton Warcry Club. How's it going, guys? Good. Hey, just live the dream. What's up, gang? We have Mike Sansom back on the cast to talk with us tonight, and we're going to be just covering a whole lot of list reviews for the most part. We also have even some hobby updates, a few reveals to kind of talk about. We just, we're just going to take a pass on everything that got dropped on us back in November and December. The six new warbands or whatever, yeah, we got overcome by events there. But putting together list reviews seems to be our forte, and we're going to keep on uh, talking about lists and up and promoting upcoming events here. So, ready to get to it? Yeah, sounds good. Give me those lists. I appreciate you guys letting me let me call in for this one, not making me drive to Ohio. Very kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, a hobby update. I thought, thought we'd share a couple uh, pictures from games that we had, from meetups we've had. We've actually had a... a handful of meetups both locally at dragons guild hall we had a couple new players we met down at uh, mavericks and mason i was actually just in columbus uh yesterday and met a couple new players there too they're going to be kind of getting together and they might have some scene kind of starting to reform there which is very very cool that's yeah. awesome and, yeah and a couple of things we got we can kind of see here in these pictures actually we, I, we got to see some Muskurgan True Blades in action. I got to feel how hard they hit firsthand. They hit pretty hard. And I think we don't have any pictures here, but also local legend Death Dealer Dan has been terrorizing folks with the Knaves Black Talons as well. Yeah, there's definitely things to like about that Warband. When you play it tight, it's got a lot of synergy into it. So, Warren, you saying that Stormcast armor didn't hold up? No, not not in this case. Yeah, that guy, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, tough, Toughness 6 held up for a little bit, but I think I wound up playing to a draw on this one. I can't remember. Were they mostly, were they killing missions or good variety? You know, at this point, I forget. I think this was, <laughs> no, this is the treasure mission with the six treasures. Mm -hmm. Loot and pillage or whatever, I think. You played against Iron Jaws also, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I don't have... I had a couple picks I shared in the group chat, but didn't use them, didn't put them up here. But yeah, I played against Iron Jaws. With a, with a Gorgrunta, right? Yeah, actually, he was running, he was actually running six models double Gorgrunta. That's aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was, it was, it was very, it was very top end. You came, came yeah, up a couple of, another, a uh, couple of nasty lists, Warren. You keep, I feel like every time I'm on, you've, you've just gotten done with fighting a couple of absolute mashers. Yeah, and I'm still playing with lists that are kind of just, I'm you know updating them a little bit. I play a lot of untamed beasts, a lot of one box untamed beasts against all the the newcomers, and they still perform shockingly well, just with all of the tricks they have up their sleeve, and the numbers, and that's that's been my go to for the most part. Just classics for a reason, right? Got some great utility. Yep. I got some more stuff to show off here. I've actually been getting hobby progress done. It's tough balancing content creation, personal hobby progress, 
real life and everything else. But so I'm branching out into 40K, did a Necron Combat Patrol, was a pretty quick win. I have a handful of other 40K and kill team things I want to do this year. Part of what I want to do this year is actually play some Combat Patrol 40K, play some kill team, get in some other games as well. I realize that might be really tricky with, with how busy everything else is, but that's kind of like my New Year's resolution. So again, pretty quick win. Necrons are supposed to be brain dead, easy to paint. And they mostly are, but I can make everything complicated. <laughs> yeah, they look great, good. man. Yeah. And you got some work for you for, from you too, Mike. It looks like uh, you're working on some terrain. Yeah, I got that, got that new Scales of Talaxis set and finally committed to, I, I finally decided for my entire Gur theme and stuff like that, what I'm going to do for all of the stone and then all of like the bamboo and stuff like that. So yeah, this is, uh, this is still a work in progress, obviously. The, the bamboo, I'm kind of going like a lighter green, so I don't have to paint the straps in the end. So like hitting it with some contrast and then going over with a couple of different colors to make it look like the bamboo is kind of newer and older that's been put up. That's why it's got like green, yellow, and some brown colors in there just to add some, some variety in the colors. And then, yeah, the jade I've just been working on this week. It's super fun. You can kind of see it a little bit under the tree there. Not terribly well. I didn't take very good pictures, unfortunately, <laughs> but using some, some contrast laid on the base and then throwing some like white lines to, to give kind of like the imperfections in the stone and then going over that again with a different, with a different contrast paint. And it gives some really cool effects it's really fun to do too yeah you would sent a few other picks that i didn't use they were just like close-ups of the jade as well mm -hmm. yeah it's, like i said it's just fun it's a it's a neat it's it's motivating once i finally decide on my schemes i can absolutely crank it out like i've only been working on these guys for i don't know like a week and a half two weeks or something like that other than the bamboo the bamboo i did a while ago but yeah there's a lot of a lot of pieces in there but it's just such a pretty set on the table too. Oh, I told you know what? I just realized I totally forgot to take a picture. I'm almost done with my maw pit. That would have been a great. I one was gonna add. ask that next. Like, <laughs> how many of your maw pits have you painted? So, so one of them is almost completely painted. A second one is built where I messed with the with the teeth on it. Instead of having them kind of point inwards, they're pointing up. Just a fun, just a yeah, fun little tweak. And the other ones are patiently waiting on their sprues for me to show them some love finally and bring them out of the box. And I'm I'm in a big terrain kick right now, so they might actually get some attention yeah i want to see the oops all mall pit all, i want to see the oops all all mall pits board and play on it it's yeah put an objective in every in the middle of everyone and make everybody play around it'll be a short <laughs> game goal. It'll be a short game Love it. <laughs> so besides the hobby update so we had a few previews in the last couple of weeks we'll cover here just looking for some folks first impressions we haven't seen any rules yet for any of this but the night haunt fight pyrogeists versus the lumineth I'm gonna, I can't even pronounce this one. Riverblades. Yeah, really. Um, there's it's certainly really. two factions that need some love, so you know maybe it'll be good. I don't know, but those factions could use a little competitive depth. I've always thought Night Hunt was a shame because a lot of the models look really cool, but the rules for them just aren't aren't great. Their stats aren't great. They've yeah, like, need abilities, but yeah, nothing to follow it up with. They, they put a lot of points into into things that don't win Warcry games and not many points into things that, that do win Warcry games. So that that's a bummer. But yeah, it'd be nice to get some competitive models in there. And the same with Lumineth. They got really hammered in 2.0 when Blade Lords got nerfed. That was like the good unit they had. 
I guess spears are probably pretty good, but I haven't really seen any competitive lists that are like spear based. The, ward, the wardens and the stone hammer guys, yeah. the uh, cow hammers are both pretty pretty well priced, but yeah, they're they're hard to make work because they're both pretty frail. And you got cow hammers moving at three, so there's some there's some fun shenanigans to pull off. But yeah, you gotta you gotta know what you're doing. You can't accidentally be really good with Lumineth, I don't think. Yeah, they don't really have like that true like centerpiece model right they don't have any like mm -hmm. really good elite hammers they have like the 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 one cavalry piece which is like okay but other than that they don't have um yeah yeah they have some some okay infantry but and a couple of their abilities are like in faction only like i can't remember the name of it but there's the one that for every wound that you have on one of your models you can roll a die and for like four up or something like that you put a wound, one of for each wound you can roll it and then can potentially add exactly that amount of wounds to another model which can be kind of nuts but yeah max like 28 wounds on one of those guys you don't get it out of there so hopefully these guys have some really cool stuff they i do i love the uh I love the overalls just going to work heading out to the river got some <laughs> got some river stuff to do they're fishing Yes, there you go love it <laughs> the, yeah the leaders got the got the got the fork got the sigh ready to go just start start spear fishing in there start scooping them out yeah so cool models yeah i'm not i'm not optimistic about the pyrograce being good because at eight models they're going to be pretty expensive i'm calling it right now the leader the leader will probably be pretty good or have some really awesome ability and he's going to compete with all the other heroes available to the death faction. All terms of 700. Uh, yes. You have your choice of awesome heroes to pick from. <laughs> he does, he looks cool. I mean, that, that war band is going to have, I can't wait to see them like paint it up. Like all the different ideas people are going to have between like the, the cool glowiness that Nighthaunt normally has plus those flames. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good painting opportunity. I can't paint flames to save my life, so that's <laughs> not for me. But yeah, properly painted, they can look sweet. Next up, we had a preview. We weren't expecting this. There's going to be some box set coming soon for Callus and Toll. I guess I don't watch Warhammer Plus, but apparently they have a they have a series as well. But this looks sweet. It does look sweet. I imagine when they drop, it'll be like Knave's Black Talons, and I'm assuming they've got our hopes up, they, or they've they've got our expectations up now, where they'd be perfect to be a Warcry warband with Warcry rules as well. Yeah, I like the aesthetic, like the Witch Hunter models that they've been kind of flirting with, supporting for a while now, and it's always cool to have more because eventually we'll get a critical mass of those. Mm -hmm. Get a full, hopefully, like an order of Azir warband where you yeah. can just have all witch hunters in there. That'd be super cool. Be I do. Cool. I will. I will say, Warren. I will caution you, being optimistic about anything coming out of GW, because the only thing they're consistent about is being inconsistent. So I could yes. see us yes, never getting rules for these guys. They exist to just crushingly disappoint me <laughs> at every opportunity. Yeah, we'll talk a little Spare bit about that. Maybe. Part of the IP, okay? Yep, it's true. <laughs> it's. I know a lot of people really like the Callus and, and, Callus and Toll stuff, so I think they'll probably be pretty popular, which hopefully means they'll they'll stick more rolls out to get more people buying. We also have another, yet another uh, Soulblight Gravelords Underworlds Warband. Yep. A Necromancer, a few zombies. We got another zombie dog here, it looks like. 
the uh, Exile Dead. There was the the electro themed one wasn't very good, but the other Soulblight boxes have been really good. Like as far as good role players and Sons of Elmorn, like these obviously look pretty good. Mm-hmm. So they have kind of a good track record. I can't. I, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but every time I look at that warband, I can't. I just have full on stupid sexy Flanders moments staring at the beast butt. It's just oh, yeah. it's right out there. <laughs> like I'm he wearing nothing wild. at all. He is just rippling over there. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm curious to see what they actually do. Like, what the point of the three skeletons is, other than to be like three or th- three zombies. Sorry, other than then to be three zombies, because like the story behind the the beast. It's kind of like Beauty and the Beast kind of thing, where like they're ex they're lovers and cursed and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So like those two are neat, but like yeah, I just I it feels like the other three are really tacked on and like they're neat models, but. Personally, I don't I don't get a ton of joy out of like a different skeleton. I mean, a different zombie sculpt that that much. So these are nice ones, but I I don't know that I like them more than the regular ones. But I mean, I'm gonna pick it up just because it's yeah, it's war, it's war, Warhammer. So well, if it falls <laughs> in the soul blight, if it's soul blight, if it falls in the soul blight gravelords, you can play the super sexy Flanders model in any soul blight gravelords warband. Man, and stick him in like OBR with the leader, and then just like shoot him across the board skiing all over the place it's all coming together <laughs> and then uh lastly one other preview that caught my eye here i think we can we get this at adepticon it's it I should be this. yeah That's i want it this looks like <clears throat> it's just cool looking looks like looks that like you came straight out of dark souls or or elden ring mm-hmm. it's a uh, more of a bloodborne model if i had to be real nitpicky about it but yeah <laughs> It's a, it's what is it the proxy for? It's the arch. It's like the fighting guy from the command yeah, core. Yeah, the arch knight. Yeah. And the arch knights have different familiars or something like that. I caught that much of the lore, but mm-hmm. yeah, they've got the, like the bear one, the looks, fish one, now bird one. He looks, yeah, he looks cooler than the other two that we've seen so far. I He's agree. got a tactical so, raven. Yes. <laughs> you could probably fit him into Corvus Cabal, David. Yeah, you could chaos him up. And have them be a, a whatever whatever ally as slaves of darkness guy to beef up Corvus if you wanted. You could do yeah. yeah there's a lot you could do with him. Yeah. It, the paint job they did on that is so good too. Like that blue on the metal. Yeah, it really is nice. It's gonna yeah pick picking up at least one of those at Adepticon this year. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I I wouldn't go even that crazy with the metal right. I but with all that metal, I that's a quick win for me. Bam. Yeah. Black yeah, yeah. silver dry brush. I'm uh, yeah. three quarters done. Black contrast <laughs> paint done. Moving on. Three hours on the Raven, though. You got to give him the yes. time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of good stuff coming here, and can't wait for the, to see the rules for that. That's we also cool. did get a few new rules here. Just this week, they dropped new flesh eater quartz. Actually, this was actually just last. Actually, it was last week they dropped new flesh eater courts, and Ooh. yeah. <laughs> so, on one hand, I'm happy they're paying attention and gave new models for the range refresh, Warcry rules, but they did it at the expense of everything else that was pre-existing. I, from what I hear, the abilities, and we're not going to go too deep into like all the abilities and what they can do. But 
from what I hear, the abilities, the abilities kind of mirror how they play in Age of Sigmar, which is cool, I guess. They're like a tricksy army now with a bunch of movement tricks and stuff. And we can see oh. some of that with the, the Gore Warden's ability and stuff like that. I'm focusing more on what they lost. And what they lost was Chosen of the King, Terrifying Frenzy on the Vargul, Bringer of Death, the movement triple. So unfortunately, all the things that they used to do, like the, the movement and the hard hitting that they that they had on their models, is gone. That's the it's thing, a right? faction. Because Bringer of Death was such an iconic core thing that FEC was like completely like their identity was really tied to that and taking it out it's like I don't even know yeah it's completely different Winds of Shyash is like pretty good but oh yeah and the and the Gore Warden model is amazing but they, they added some that don't have the word crypt in their name so that's <laughs> some diversity that's good but yeah, yeah. it's Rebuild the from the cool. Up. Yeah, they're, the, the hail looks cool. The executioner looks cool. I've seen a couple lists on Discord that are just using nothing but the new models, and they look, they look, I mean, they would be great showcases of new models. And I'm not even like, not even that mad that like everything I have is kind of like obsoleted, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking at, at redoing everything for Flesh Eater Quartz right now. So I'm going to yeah. keep it in my box, I'm going to keep it as is. And it's just I'm just gonna it's just gonna be flight shooter courts minus all the abilities. I'm gonna play it versus <laughs> versus versus newcomers, and uh, and I'll use I can reuse the ghouls. I can paint up a couple royal beast flayer heroes, and I have everything else needed for that. So that's gonna be a project coming up where I can do just paint up a few models and then have a completely new warband. From from a competitive standpoint, of course, the issue is they didn't address how bad ghouls are. No, they made them worse. I didn't show them. They went from fifty five points to sixty. They're, yeah, they're, I think they weren't I feel like you're you're ignoring the fact that now that they are sixty points, Warren, they they did get a a classic GW Warcry buff in that they were given the ability to do inspiring presence on a double for another ally with the minion room mark. So I feel like you're really overlooking how powerful that is. Like they were bad at 55 and they're they're pretty bad at 60. So they were the they reaction still so good though. Like for an eight point model that's three toughness, like they, they weren't bad. They yeah. they were just cheap and you got what you paid for. Mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't hate planes runners. They do what they they do what they're supposed to do for fifty five points, which is run around fast and hopefully don't get killed. Now compare them to like the cities of Sigmar models that are also are, was it bleak swords fifty five points and they're the, just strictly strictly they have, better. No, they have steel helms in the cast lights that are sixty. Yeah, um, there's, there's a whole lot of sixty five pointers or sixty pointers. I'm sorry. Yeah, and they're like the worst of all of them. <laughs> is my point, right? Like they get out competed by like almost every other option at the same price point. So I don't know. That's going to be a weakness of FEC unless it gets addressed because their chaff is is non competitive with other chaff models. But cool new models as far as sculpts go, and I don't know. Maybe there's something you can do with with the with the new abilities to make something good. I would probably play 
Royal Beast Flayers. If I had to play FEC at a competitive level right now, I think that's probably the way I would rather go. But yeah, I've been, I've, I've been pinging Great White Nope and seeing what he what he <laughs> wants to do and what his ally choice is. So I'm gonna, last I'm, time yeah. last time I talked to him about it, he was messing with uh, the Crypt Guard, um, really trying to trying to make some walls of extra wounds for things. So there's yeah, I think they're just so completely different in a way that like they the the skill floor is so much higher to play them well there's no clear build as soon like you you scan it and there's nothing that screams at you like hey play me you know so it's it's definitely going to be like a faction that if you love it you're going to absolutely love it because there's just so many options to to mess around with and like tiny little tweaks that might be situationally amazing but it's yeah just it's not nothing super obvious yeah yeah, a lot more finesse, a, mm-hmm. a lot more finesse and a lot less room for error, because even like the executioner, you bless it with attacks and it hits real hard. And it's a, it's a you know, it's real tough and scary, but it only has 18 wounds now. Yeah. And yeah, you, you know, the Gore Warden is, you know, nice model, but doesn't hit very hard. 225 points, 20 wounds. So you don't have a lot of room for error with with your finesse warband. If you if you put a gore warden on the table too, not only is it frail uh, in statistics, it's also a fairly frail model. So maybe weight that thing down. I think it's on a forty, and it is uh, like a massive wingspan. And uh, I've heard a lot of stories about fingers breaking off that thing. So if you're going to invest in it, definitely uh, be very very cautious with it. Oh boy. Yeah, it's like two feet tall on a forty <laughs> base. <laughs> It's like it's like a brand new Gertrude tree. It's anthropomorphized yeah. Gertrude tree. <laughs> oh, the, the herald is sick though. Well, I'm super well, excited well, about that ability. It's funny you should mention weights. Actually, mm-hmm. you can put lead weights inside of your Gertrudes trees, and they they get a lot less top heavy and a lot less. Um, you you'll still catch them on your arms and stuff like that, but it's a lot harder to do if you put a ton of weights in. And you can put a lot of weight in them. Someone I was someone I was playing with over Christmas. I uh, had done that, and it was uh, pretty genius. I was just thinking it's guaranteed to rip a hole in my sleeve now because I'm I'm gonna scoop it up. I'm gonna it's gonna get caught. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, let's see what happens with with new FEC. Maybe maybe someone proves me wrong. I love to be proven wrong. But uh, you ready to get to some lists? We're gonna cover and we're gonna go back to stuff that we know is tried and true and what works here. So first off, this is a list. I'm glad you're on, Dave, because why I'd shown you this list. We actually we had this for the last episode, but I but I somehow missed it or didn't didn't cover it. But so this was back in December from Poland. And I'm gonna mess up the pronunciation here too. I believe that I believe it's pronounced Mikau. It, the L, it's not an L, it's pronounced differently in Polish. But uh, his list, Dark Oath War Queen with plus strength, Ogroid Myrmidon with extra wounds, Fomeroid Crusher with extra movement, three Marauders with Flail, and a Marauder with Shield for 1,000 points, seven models. Uh, I'll turn over to you, Dave. What do you think about this one? Yeah, it's I like it. It's got a lot of threats. The Myrmidon and the Crusher together is, is a little crazy. Most people tend to go one or the other. I don't... I never get the any Marauder other than a Flail. I would never play any Marauder other than a Flail Marauder, but to each their own. He probably, I'm sure there's something he saw or wanted, but yeah, I like it. I, I normally, when I, when I play the War Queen, as you know, I like to give her a little, little more wounds. 
the strength is definitely interesting. Make those five hits count. Yeah, I'm wondering for the for going for the shield. It looks like there was just the extra five points available to go up to the thousand. So. Yeah, I think I would probably just keep the extra five points. Yeah. <laughs> The so maybe there's a, a blessing that you want to five extra points. I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah. Those I've never it's seen wounds on a Myrmidon before. That's a really interesting, really interesting shout. I like that actually because mm-hmm. it gives you a longer window for the Myrmidon's berserk ability. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So I, I've really... actually toyed with that before because of that. You get a little, just a little bit extra berserk time before yeah. before it goes down. And it, I mean, it does the thirty versus the thirty-five on those two. Like having played both of them, I you notice it. You notice those five wounds even at six toughness. Crits are still don't care. So yeah, right. Cool play. I would definitely, I would definitely run this list and see how it goes. Like I, I like it. Just imagining that Fomeroid just running six across the board, rushing for seven. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Too much reach. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a big threat radius. I mean, generally speaking, point for point, I, I play when I have a slot for one of those. I play the FOMO like every time. I like the FOMO crusher. I like the wounds you get with it. But that's a big threat radius on that Myrmidon. You got threat radiuses every here, everywhere here, though, right? You got the three inches on the Marauders. I mean, the, the War Queen has that attack buff if you feel like using it that can help out. Yeah, two inches on the Mirim. Like, just you're you're reaching out a lot of the time and being able to get where you want or be able to hit something that's not hitting you back. Five five two four is a is a certainly an attack profile on the Dark Horse War Queen right there. Yeah, that's like Chaos Lord. Profile it's similar to Chaos Lord, yes. The old 1.0 Chaos Lord was what 5535. Yeah, that's the Chaos Lord on the Cracker 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 Drack is 5535. <laughs> the Glizzy on the Lizzy, Glizzy on the Lizzy. <laughs> yeah, so this is a great advertisement for the, the Hegrax's Pit Beasts box if you haven't picked it up already. Yeah, two out of three. Yeah, it's and I actually was looking the other day for just a Fomeroid and it's way easier to just get the box than it is to find <laughs> the single models now yeah well they're online only or on, well, online or yeah online only or certain third party yeah uh, sellers there's two different builds for the the fomo and the the mind stealer too so if you've only got one you might as well get the other one get a get a new that skin I, for it i thought they were the same exact same models no they have different options oh, oh yeah that's that's true yeah, oh that's, Oh, <laughs> Warren's going to need five minutes. He's got to hop on eBay real quick. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm like, is there multiple options for the Myrmidon too? No, oh, okay. so. he's just got the one build, sadly. Although, yeah. you buy a box of Theradons, that's yeah. the only use for him in Warcry right now. Oh, yeah. Anyway, but now we're back to Realists, And, well, first off here, we're going to give a shout-out to... So there's a new site out there. The a member of the community, I believe his name go, he goes by Trolls. He built this website, wartelly.com. And there's only a handful of tournaments on there right now. But think of this as a Warcry-specific version of Best Coast Pairings. Because Best Coast Pairings, even though it's the de facto standard for Games Workshop games hasn't really been updated and there's a lot of bugs with regards to how it runs Warcry tournaments. 
and I'm still dealing with it myself. So I'm looking forward to using War Tally for the the next tournament that I run. Cool. Yeah, very cool. A ton of props to him for for creating this too. That's so cool. Putting it out there for the community and everybody's like, I know Justin over at Tabletop and Beyond's been like, we you know would love to have an app for it or you know our own Warcry specific thing and homeboy went out and did it so mad props to, to trolls what an awesome dude yep. and and all the lists are there no subscription needed or anything else like that just needed to create an account so that's pretty cool that's where these lists are from so we got first up we got the copenhagen commotion from denmark and all we have so here we have our first our first nurgle list with a little with a couple other changes here we have christian with plague ridden varengard with the Unforged blade Enlightened Aviarch on disc for the second big threat. And then seven Plague Bears, 1,000 points, 10 models. So so first of all, obviously the list is very, very good because it has seven Plague Bears in it. And very when you start, hard, you, know, you get your classics. Yeah. When you start with Plague Ridden, seven Plague Bearers, and then fill in from there, you could, I mean, like almost kind of pick models at random and you'd have a competitive list. But the Varengard is like kind of the other auto include you see these lists vanguards are insane they're they're probably my favorite piece in the game at the moment in terms of like they're really killy they're reasonably tough and they're so good at putting damage where you want it like across the table with relentless killers they're double um they can move 10 and functionally attack twice and it's really ridiculous the thing that interests me a lot about this list is the Aviarch is sort of another piece that's good at moving across the table and putting a lot of damage. So you have two of those rather than like the fast Varengard and then like the slower tanky model that you kind of see a lot, like a Fomoroid Crusher or like I used to play the uh, Fly Lord from Nurgle Mortals, Lord of Afflictions. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know, that was move six, but it has like 40 million wounds and, and it's also relatively killy. But the, the interesting thing about this list is that the Enlightened Aviarch on a disc does give you something to do with triples. Uh, something that a lot of the other Nurgle lists, Nur- the Nurgle lists that I tend to play or that you see, a lot of times it's like they want to just make like a million doubles and they don't have any use for really for any other dice. So having a good triple is really interesting. When this one, Warren, the one that you've pointed out here with that guided by the past, with having 10 models that typically don't die, the Varengard that's going to be lifting stuff, if you get to pop that AVR last, right? I mean, it's it's yeah. really taking yeah. advantage of that ability. Great, great yeah. spot for in the list. Yeah, you're going to yeah. get that opportunity. The The hard part about playing Zinch and trying to get to make the most out of that ability is oftentimes you're like six or seven models and you're not guaranteed to have a good target or have the AVR go last. Here, you can pretty much always guarantee the AVR goes last if you want it to. Yeah, and when you do that, it's really a good assassin piece. Four toughness, 26 wounds at 275 points is, you know, that's a little bit of a concern, right? That can get blown up. But really interesting. It's really interesting. I like to have like a just a true tank in that spot, and this is kind of going the exact opposite, where it's like, a fast assassin piece and ever since i saw this list i've been thinking about it a lot and i might have to try it warren do you know how many people are in this tournament i do not off the top of my head they, i think they're all 
fairly small, but okay. the, the data is on there. Unfortunately. What? Where's the? Where does the cutoff for four rounds in a Swiss tournament? I don't know if it was necessarily the 16 players that would require four rounds, or if it was just however many people showed up and however many people showed up and they just played four rounds. Sure. I mean, yeah, going undefeated, right? Hard to hard to argue with results, and yeah, it's, I think it's a not knowing the pack as well. I think that's may have factored into going, Fred, kind of what you said, right? Typically in these lists, you see that absolute hammer piece on top of the mobile kind of threat that the variant card provides. But you know, if there's if there's more need to be mobile, uh, then I can see that. Like, I mean, even thinking about this in like a rumble pack mission, um, you're you're in pretty good shape you got two absolute lightning quick usain bolt guys ripping around blowing stuff up and then plague bar plague bearers marching wherever they need to be so yep. you know you're really doing some serious work so it's a super cool list. you got that two inch range on that disc as well so you can kind of stay out of engagement maybe protect some of those 26 wounds a little bit better too and if you're worried about something like a like a ko list for example the the Aviarch is really good at killing like KO leaders with fight for profit. Like mm -hmm. just being in there and one shotting them is like a real possibility with guided by the past. So if you're trying to kill like mid range support heroes, um, like as a metagame choice, I can see this list performing really, really well there. Yeah. That's why I'm just thinking you got a triple six out there, triple five, triple six though, right? Like you're hitting eight, 10. Point. <laughs> a triple for five attacks yeah yeah so you know not super high strength but really good at killing those like middle of the road heroes that have good abilities i wouldn't want to put him in range of like a true hammer but man with a decently high triple you might just kill it <laughs> you yeah. might just kill it <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'm thinking, cool. I'm thinking you roll three crits if you pop that ability on the five dice, which is, you know, unlikely, but not, you know, not so unlikely you'll never see it. You're just lifting a Myrmidon from full on three hits yep. from, from it. Like, that's nuts. Yep. Good game. That's where you put yeah. your hand across the table. And just, good game. Go ahead, and, go ahead and start drinking at that point. Start the beers yeah. up. <laughs> so to answer your question, 12 players in the tournament. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah, reasonable size. Yeah, for sure. So second place, we have more Varen guards. So this time the mobile hammer in Horns of Hashut. So kind of taking the place of the Fulmeroid Crusher we've seen in some other lists. Double flame hurler, five shatterer, leader with the flail, Varen guard. Only 975 points and no blessings or anything else like that. Just random like that it looks like. I respect that because the only way to fix the points in horns of a shut is to play those like really horrible demolishers. five demolishers yeah guys. and they're really bad so just don't play them man just take the hit <laughs> yep this list is really good if if you're listening to this and you haven't played against double flame hurler it is outrageous it feels so unfair when you just get blown off the board by flame hurlers super good and of course shatterers are insane too I mean, yeah. you got a decision to make, like, turn one. It's like, okay, you probably want to charge down one of the flame hurlers, but then the, the Varengar is going to charge you down and, and clean you up if you're not something that can stick around. So, 
yeah, really, really interesting, like counter pressure, like they force you to make the first move, but then they also have a counter to that first move a lot of the time, which is a really, really cool synergy to have internally. Yeah. And like shatterers are really good at setting screens, right? When you have five of them, you can just kind of space them out through the middle of the board and they have that two inch range and they're relatively tough. And it's just all of a sudden you can really constrict your opponent's ability to move freely because they're going to get tied up with a shatterer that's going to take like a full turn to kill. So when you get behind uh, victory points wise against a list like this, it can be kind of hard to catch up because they can really start spreading out and just gumming up the board. I mm-hmm. they, they kind of play like skeletons from like Soul Black Grave Lords where you can just like fan them out and it's like, all right. It's going to take you four turns to just chew through all this to get mm-hmm. across. And then they just flame hurl you to death. <laughs> That's cool. So, I like that. I, I played a list similar to this, but I had like a FOMO crusher in the Baron Guard slot. But man, Baron Guards are so good. So good. Yeah, this is a solid list. So we've had uh, so a lot of Slaves of Darkness representation, a lot of Chaos representation. Uh, let's get back to Ogres, because I know you were looking at playing Ogres. So here's an Ogre list for you. Gorlock, so, let's go. Yeah, this kind of shows you can take pretty much any mix of Ogres and probably do well with it. So we have a Gut Lord, uh, Gut Lord we've seen before. We have Gorlock Black Powder, the, the upgraded Man-Eater. We have a Gorger. A brugit because you always want a brugit to go with your yeah. ogres, and you got shriek, bushwhack, and quiv uh, to go along with them. So nine hundred ninety points, seven mana. Got the you got the gorger without a without a beast rune mark in this one too, so he can scoop up treasure, do everything that you want your your gorgers other than the leader from gorger mall pack to do, and for pretty similar pretty similar points cost too. Cool ally, or no, it's not even an ally; it's part of the faction. Man, I've always really liked Gorlock Black Powder. I'm glad to see this list using it. Point for point, are there like just maybe could Ogres field something that's like slightly more efficient point for point? Maybe. But when you use his like triple to get that that five four two four ten inch range profile, it feels so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool one. Chucking five dice range, you never get to do that. Yeah, exactly. Like it just, and, and of course in melee, he's just like a man eater, and that's like really good. So, yeah, and Gut Lords, of course, ever since 2.0 gave him an extra attack for free. They've been really good. Like, they were tempting to play at that exact profile for like two attacks at six strength, five ten, and then they just gave him a third attack, and it's like sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, very yep, cool. So, yep. Watch out for gut lords. They're still they're still very very dangerous. to still out there in the meta. <laughs> they're still doing what they do. Shopping. So next yeah. next up we got a very interesting tournament from Poland here. So War Crying Dungeons and this was I don't know if you heard about this one, Mike. This was an all mm-hmm. catacombs tournament they had in Poland. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, pretty cool looking throwback what a yeah would love to be able to play or put something like this on just as such a different way to play the game like it it looks like warcry but it does not play like regular warcry no it, no it doesn't any any guesses on who came out on top though for this for this say uh, for this tournament i did i did see this one so i will abstain from putting a guess out there <laughs> 
I don't know much about catacombs, so yeah. I don't know if lists are good in catacombs. Well, I'm not sure either. You would be, well, we haven't covered a KO list, so here we go. Ah. <laughs> Let's see. Yes, this is a good KO list. Yep. We have an Admiral. We have two Captains. We have a Thunderer with a Fumigator at 105. Four Arcos with pistols. Two Thunders with either cannons. Two Arcos with Sky Pikes. 1,000 points, 12 models. And a whole bunch of hallways to just shoot down. Yeah. yeah. With firing corridors. Yep. Hey, go yeah. ahead and keep walking towards me in the only yep. way that you can with no cover. And guess what? I'm going to just stand here and keep blasting. And what, what, to me, when I see KO lists, the first thing I look at is, does it have a source of fight for profit for every deployment group? And it two, does. is it playing admirals over engine rig engine riggers? And this one is, so it gets my my thumbs up. Those are my two kind of go-to like pillars for building KO. And this uh, also shows that you don't need the. You actually don't necessarily need, well, in this in this tournament at least, the 250 or 275 point big ally. You can run nothing but foot guys and big guns. Yep. Yep. I am That's a little true. bit surprised that there's no balloon in there. Like, I, I would be so tempted to bring at least one balloon to a catacombs board just because the movement is so restrictive. But turns out I was dead wrong. <laughs> it was the incorrect <laughs> choice. Just bring a bunch of guys with guns. Usually works. Yeah, just bring a bunch of Aether Cannons, man. And a bunch of Fight for Profit. Rock and roll. In second place, we have Bartos with, with Seraphon. So he's got a Chameleon... I'm sorry, Hunters of Huanchi. With mm. Chameleon Skink Alpha with the club. A Chameleon Skink with the club. Two of them. Some Blessings being thrown around here, too. Three Huanchi's Claw. Kixitaka and Otapotl to kind of add flavor and buff up the numbers, give you some extra tough chaff. And we're going to bring in Knave Black Talon with a plus one damage blessing. So at 315 points, she goes to a 6534 profile. So she's your heavy hitter here. Yes, as she often is if you're playing. Yeah. That, that profile is already crazy good. It's like an unnerfed the old leader of Tarantula's brood in, in 1.0 had that six broodmaster uh, attack, 6424, and that's really good. And this is 6524. Back, back in the dark days of 1.0 spider dominance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The only two good, had, that list had two good models in it, and it was the two leader, the leader and the spider, and they were both insane. You max out on all of them. But, um, this is, yeah. I mean, this is another stand in a hallway and just keep shooting down there while Neve runs around and murders things, right? Like you've just got. Yep. Well, I guess there's two, there's two clubs in there though, which I don't think have any range profiles, which is um, kind of surprising. Auto paddle, super cool. If there's nobody near him, he probably gets a ton of free moves in catacombs. Nothing within 12 inches, you can just take a free move action for a double. Yeah, Kixie does some cool stuff too. So yeah, turns out catacombs just shoot. I just think shoot. if model availability or kit bashing. Sure isn't a limitation that's the that just becomes like five huanchi's claws yeah yep 
that makes sense. And it, yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, there's some conversion though, because you you have to do converting to get yeah. Um, you got to give them the spear, and then you got to give them a nice helmet or something mm -hmm. like that. Again, you just do what I did in 1.0 for spiders. You didn't get that many spiders in a box, so I just bought four boxes. You know, there you go. Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> look, if you're gonna be total scum and spam a model, you you got to put the money into it, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing 13 of them. I might as well have real Games Workshop plastic, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously, claws are really good. So I like really the attack on Neve. I think that's a really I, good choice. Yeah, I, I like that a lot because the one thing I've seen, Nave does some work. Absolutely. But the 2 4 profile, it's not super, it's not like a 3 5 profile. Now, she makes up for it because. She gets six dice and she's almost always hitting on threes. But you know the the three four makes it even scarier. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's a lot of points. I think it's the right choice too. I think it, it pushes your damage up. If you because you pay the same for the attack yeah. or the damage. Yeah, well, what um, else are you gonna give her plus one strength? <laughs> which I mean, yeah, in catacombs doesn't seem to make a ton of sense. You're probably not fighting a ton of stormcast or I go, I don't know. You should expect stormcast at every tournament, I guess. Give her extra movement. Like what else can you give her? Yeah. She doesn't need yeah, doesn't <laughs> need much else. Makes sense. Maybe maybe strength on the ranged attack if you're but I mean, you know, you Come kind on. of just want her to begin it. <laughs> yeah, I want a three hundred fifteen point shooter. <laughs> For yeah, to do so one yeah, damage like, on the strength. Don't. Probably at the crit then. Cheaper at least. Yeah, real very interesting list though, and uh, yeah, we're seeing we're seeing Neve Black Talon. Is it Neve or Nave? I I, I always thought Neve. it was Neve, but then Dan was insisting it's Nave. It might be Nave. Who's who's seen who's seen the uh, the show in Warhammer Plus? Mm -hmm. Any of us? No. If you're in the comments, if if you're listening, <laughs> it, you're you get the crowd participation. Tell me how it's pronounced in the comments. <laughs> Warren, this I is a just, dangerous path to take. You're gonna, I, you're asking I, yeah, to no, be I'm, I'm it farming, on I'm farming engagement here. I'm gonna make some just straight up bad mispronunciations, some bad calls, <laughs> just make some mistakes, and I want people to jump on me in the comments. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, on a channel note, we actually hit 400 subscribers. Just nice. randomly people popping up. Yeah, I'm gonna keep, we'll, hey. we'll keep doing this, and we'll keep throwing the word out. People are trickling in. I love it. Congrats. Yeah. Okay. All right. This next one, I'm glad we got you on, Dave. We have several lists here that are built just for you to analyze. Third place, we have Balance with Kagra, Zarshia, Razik, Dower Kragen, again. Goral Spinehammer, Lupian Longcut, and Crimson Kira. Two Underworlds Warbands mashed together. Named characters only. What yeah, and obviously, if you're running Dower Kragen, something's going very right in your life. You know? <laughs> yes. So. What a privilege. What a privilege to run yeah. Dower Kragen. It's just, it's where you want to be. So dour. It's a, so, in Catacombs, I think Kagger's got more play. Just be, what, Zarsha getting those, like, getting those teleports off? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's where you want to be. Yeah, we're, and, um, we're all very it. familiar and love Cogra's Ravagers. I, I put the uh, the stats for the I can't remember their name. They're the Gnarlwood box though. The um, Gnarl Spirit pack. Yeah. Yep. But I got their stats and their abilities here. So 
They have some decent abilities. Uh, they all have the same set of abilities there. They're super cool models, too. I mean, this is probably up there. had to be up there with one of the best-looking, just, like, unmodified uh, warbands that was that was at the tournament. So many great, great yeah. pieces. Yeah, I'm I'm regretting letting my my set of them go now. I bought I bought the box for the Sons of Elmore, and I didn't want the Narl Spirit, or someone else wanted the Narl Spirit pack, so I I shipped them off to him. I think I think there's a local guy Warren I could hook you up with. He's uh, I think he just oh. put it up yesterday. Ooh. <laughs> you, you say the word. I, I, I got the plug. Ooh. <laughs> Collecting all the Slaves of Darkness stuff that's under the sun. So why didn't you do it? They have weird, weird attack profiles. All of them do. And I'm not saying that they're bad attack profiles. They're just strange attack profiles. They're, they're very extreme, right? 5314, 5315. Yeah. But, you know, you're, but this is. If like, you look at the abilities, look at the abilities, though, because on a double, any of them can get plus one move, plus one attack. So like girl spine hammer goes to four five two five, or look at look at self, uh, the triple right. Any of them goes gets plus one on plus one hit and plus one crit. So crimson kira goes to five three two five on a triple, right? Yes, that gets that gets yeah. nasty. This is just like pure mid range. The warband, which is really interesting, because like a lot of times when you're building, trying to build competitive lists, you stay away from like the 150 to 200 point models. You tend to min max like a lot of chaff and a lot of big heavy duty hammers. So this is just like I'm throw all that right out and just play nothing but 120 point models, <laughs> and I think it's sweet. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's great that it did well. If you're not playing. If you're not playing like super, super tuned competitive warbands, I think there's a, I think there's still a space for mid-range stuff. Now the other things we're looking at, right, like the Slaves of Darkness or the the Nurgle with the two big threats and what did, what was Salty calling the strategy? Smalls and Talls, right? The two the two monster threats and they're just a ton of chaff or something like that. Yeah, I think the like the Smalls and Talls strategy is like one of the dominant ones, but yeah, good honest mid range because I got I have my Chaos Legionnaires right. Good, good honest mid range war cry is is fun and effective too. I think. But like, where where games in general tend to break is on the fringes, right? Like, so like the super cheap models and the super yeah. expensive models tend to be gut, hard. yeah gut lords at the highest end, plague bearers. Right, the like the algorithm tends to get a little fuzzy when it gets to really cheap and really expensive. So that's where it, it tends, the game tends to push you, is to those fringes where you get the best value for your points. But you know, there's nothing wrong with the Chaos Warrior, especially really, uh, the ha the handful of times I have played with uh, Zarshia and Kagra and and their you know band, like that teleport is really powerful. And a lot of is it a triple? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. 
Yeah, teleports are just. I, I played FLM recently, and they're just so much fun. There's obviously the new, the new Feck guy that's got it, but yeah, they're just they get wild. Start zipping stuff across the board out of nowhere, catch someone off guard, put it in a place that they weren't mentally prepared for it to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very, very, very cool idea. Congrats to Balint for releasing with this. Next up, we have our our favorite quarterly Norwegian tournament, Norcrop. <laughs> and we have a back-to-back champion here. We have Christian. He won Nor- Norcry last year as well. Again with KO with the Bloodrack Medusa. Slightly different configuration this time. He had the, the, the Bloodrack. 140 point Endron Master with Endron Harness. Just one Thunderer with either cannon this time. I think he had two last time. Annihilator with Prime with Hammer for 180. Three Arcos with Pistol and an Arcanaut with Sky Pike. So down to eight models, 930 points, leaving 70 points for Flexi Blessings. Okay. I was going to say, because you could easily fit just like another pistol in that list. But yeah. Oh, they have Flexi Blessings as well. And on the screen here, I've shown. I believe what the blessings that they used last time or the most common blessings would have been plus one attack on the Blood Rack Medusa, taking it to 305, plus one strength on the Ether Cannon, taking it, taking it to 125. And there's still a handful of points. Like I don't know how many, 20, 25 points left for a blessing somewhere sure. else. Get a, get a move on your Annihilator with 25 points. Might be scary. Yeah. Yeah. That's my hand. I'm like, I would rather have... Even if you were like running out of points, I think you could put movement on the Annihilator or whatever rather than put strength on the Thunderer, for example. But if you have points to do both, you know, do, do both. Andrew Master's another target for a blessing too. Spice him up a bit. Yeah. I again we talked about it in previous list. I don't like Engine Masters, but you know, this player obviously knows what they're doing with the list. They have good success with it. Only one big gun is really interesting right like a lot of what you see with ko is like maxing out like at least two aether cannons sometimes three so to play one and then these big melee hammers is is definitely a different way to go but yeah well there's only one there's only one ko leader so you need one gun there's the chaff and then you have three legit threats right you got engine master fights hard or the you know the combination of the engine master with the either cannon blood rack can solo you know half the game herself and an elevator prime someone was we were t- chatting on discord and i can't remember what the comparison was right you know something would lose a fight to an elevator prime like but it you know that isn't saying much right most models in the game <laughs> point for point versus an annihilator's Yes. So this is a Wombat's list from Discord. I think he's probably sleeping right now, but I just DM'd him to see if he could tell us what the spread for for his blessings was. But I don't I don't yeah. think we'll hear from him. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Discord handles. There. Yeah. The Discord handles were not on the were not on the list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's this one's Wombat. He's a good he's a good dude. Despite playing oh. KO, I still think he's a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> the um the the other thing uh, about this list that that interests me a lot is the uh, that what do you do with that 275 points and and it's a clean swap right you can play that balloon you can play the blood rack the yeah. blood rack is a really good model but it competes with your leader for triples but with only one leader in the list you're not building around fight for profit so much so maybe that's not as much of a concern right like with my list it's like 
I really want to fight for profit in every group, but if you only have one use for that, you have the option of deciding where your triples go a little bit, depending on the game state. And uh, obviously the blood rack with a triple in your pocket is a very scary threat. Blood rack stare on Medusa, is that a double or a triple? The triple for her. That's the triple I'm talking about, yeah. It's anything, I'm pretty sure it's a two up net for her. So yeah, it's, I mean, just a real, real good piece to have. And yeah, I, I agree though. I think not having a bunch of other places where you really want to be spending that makes it one, a more legitimate threat for your opponent to have to consider. And two, yeah, it makes it a lot easier to, to be willing to pop that off. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think she's an auto one. I think she's a, I think she's a two up one, but it's just crazy though. Like you said, Fred, like, okay, do you want to stick one of the, the, the balloon boys in there at that point? Do you want to stick Nave in there? Do you want to stick Bloodwreck? Do you want to stick an Achillean King in there? Like you just, you bring any one of those massively mobile, like big order threats and just fly around while everything else just shoots the rest of the board and it's yeah it's a great great mix yeah it just shows yeah. that the the formula for ko i mean there's many paths to success and you it's very hard to build an actively bad ko list mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah i i feel like well, it's harder to build a bad one than it is a fairly playable like top quarter of the field one <laughs> yeah like look how much how different this list is than the other ko list we looked at like it is fundamentally different it would play completely different from on the table like it you know the other one was heavy fight for profit big guns stand and shoot and this is like big melee threats with guns around the edges they have just completely different strategic lists and they're both very very good with good results to back it up that's ko yeah so we can get something else completely different here we have we have to zinch to Zinch Mortals. Oh my God. Magister. Yeah, we have a Magister. This is from, yeah, that's from the, the that would be the leader. Bringing in a Pyrocaster from the demon side. Four mutants, the 85 point Zangor, and a Fomoroid Crusher. So again, we're, sh- we're seeing that, like, if, as long as you have a FOMO Crusher in your warband as your big guy, you, you're pretty good. And mutants, we know are good. Yeah, 15 wounds, move fast, 4314, fairly threatening in combat. Yeah. And then 960 points for that. I only I can only assume that the remaining points are going to be a plus one strength on the pyrocaster and on the magister's shooting attacks. That makes Making sense them, to me. Yeah. That 15 pyrocaster. Range is nuts. Yeah, so that's the first thing I noticed, right? You have a lot. Of 15, that's a lot of 15 inch yeah. range. For, and yeah. 4424 at 15 inches is an uncommonly good shooting profile. Yeah. The only the only thing, Warren, that I can think of not going the strength on those is Zinch does have that double to just add to your strength. So I wonder if it did end up going into the FOMO instead. Is that it, it could be done for the FOMO, right? Because we've seen the plus attacks in the FOMO. Is the plus strength applicable to range attacks, though? Let me just double check real quick. Yeah, top of my head. And, and can the yeah. pyro and does the pyrocaster have access to it? It it very well could be just like all in on the FOMO, which is not a bad strategy either. No, you win a lot of games just with that. I've I've said it before and I'll say it again that the FOMO crusher is just the every point goes exactly where you want it. There's not a wasted point 
on that model, like it all goes into the stats that win Warcry games, right? Like it just, it's so good. It feels so ridiculous when you <laughs> get every combat with any other unit. I looked it up real quick, so it can actually only go on missile attacks, and it's any right. hero that has it. So, yeah, I think you'd probably dump it into the FOMO. Although, I mean, if you want to use your dice elsewhere, I don't know where you're using them other than, like, Rusher Onslaught with the FOMO if you're not dumping those doubles into the, the range guys. So I would okay. I would guess probably chucking an extra attack on a FOMO. Four attacks on those guys, too, like you said, Fred, when, when it's already doing so much great, and then you just stick that extra attack on it to really slice through things. It feels incredible. Yeah, it really does. And the other thing, too, is you can dump points into it because it's such a tough model. The odds of it getting gibbed before it can get its point back are so low that you can put a blessing on it and know you're not wasting those points on something that's going to get, you know, sniped or, or crit to death before it can act. So just a good target for blessings in general. Yeah, interesting. That's the one thing about flexi blessings. We, we never really know exactly where they go unless we can... <laughs> the pilot on so it's really fun to think about though it's an interesting puzzle to try to reverse engineer you know what like on paper if i'm playing stormcast i might just chuck all my points into putting crits on those angor mutants because four dice if i'm critting on fives you know i just want to get through 20 wounds i want a nice you know one it, it cuts down one attack one crit that i need to get on them so it might be helpful to do that too it might be yeah. an option too here's another so here i got another puzzle for you then in, in that same vein so third place, we have Andreas. So again, we have the Nurgle, smalls and talls struct he structure here, sloppy biopiper, seven plague bears. We already have a, a recipe for a winning for a winning list. Ogroid Myrmidon and a Wrathmaster at 210. Love, okay. love seeing the Wrathmaster. Yep. I know it doesn't get a ton of love, but man, well, it just looks it's such a fun model. Six dice, two range, just chalk, baby. Throw dice. I um, so, you could do some cool Nurgle conversions on that too. Just give him like a big tentacle arm that he's whipping around or something. <laughs> I love it. So the oh. uh, so this one he has nine hundred fifty five points. So this one I do assume that the Oldroid Myrmidon is getting plus one attack, mm -hmm. leaving fifteen points to put on the on the Wrath Master somewhere. So I've kind of shown the two places where it might go. You might want to give it four extra wounds. I don't think that's a bad idea. Uh, taking up to 29 wounds means that it's going to live a while to to fight. Or with the with the 15 extra points, you could just give it plus one crit. Not a terrible idea if you have six attacks. Yeah, I like plus one crit. Yeah, I'd actually yeah. probably go strength just so I'm not so worried about counter against stuff that's like T4 because you're chucking six dice every time for the same reason you're going wounds worn. I might I might defensively add strength. You can't afford. You can't afford strength though. You only have 15 left to spare if you're putting 30 into the. Oh, yep. Sorry, I didn't realize he was over the 20, the 22 points. Yep. Or 22 wounds, sir. Yeah, yeah. That's. I'd probably then I'd probably go wounds for sure. Then. Here, here's what you could do if you're if you were re rebuilding the list. You could take out the sloppity bile piper and replace it with a plague ready. Um, yeah, it gives you 40 more points for blessings. Do what you want, or extra plague bear. Because yeah, just an extra body. Personally, yeah. I don't like the sloppity bile piper. I don't think you need it when you have seven plague bearers. What you lose in speed, you make up for in numbers, right? They just fan out. Yep. Um, they're gonna get where they're going. They're gonna get where they're going. You don't need to sloppity them around the board. So 
that's a way to do it too. Just, yeah, just get those I, I've seen that in your games, and then the the one game I played against you with your guys, yeah, it was. Did you? I just I just followed that. Saying like I wish I could plus one move these guys. No, you just like they they get where they're going. Yeah, I just <clears throat> I just uh, what I do in the, the game that we played, right? It was your KO versus your versus your Nurgle list. Yeah, I just my guys got across the board. They got where they need to eventually. I used triples. I think did I set up a the rampage triple on the Baron Guard? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I love that. I think that's one of the best triples underrated i think uh you know rampage on kill for a triple i know you i know it's hard to it's hard it's hard to guarantee if you're not yeah. spending dice to guarantee the the attacks but when when, when you can set it up it's uh well worth it yeah, that's why i use well, a lot on the war queen because of all her attacks it's pretty guaranteed you're gonna yep. finish you know off the yeah long story short I think the list is sweet. I think Wrathmaster is very cool. I think that it's a really interesting way to get a bursty threat into the list for 210 points, as opposed to a Varen Guard at 285 or a FOMO at 260. Like, that's a pretty efficient way to get six attacks with a good threat radius onto the battlefield keep your model count up. Like the difference between that and even just like a FOMO 260 is another plague bearer, right? Like that's really interesting. I hadn't considered looking at something like that, but, but getting another plague bearer is not nothing. Those plague bearers are really good and still finding that high damage output while, while shaving the points down to get more bodies on the board is, is some very good list building, I think. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> They're kind of, I mean, Nurgle Demons is just like Kale, right? Like, it's it's really hard to build a bad list with them. Really hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. Well, that's and, okay. It's harder to do it in Nurgle, or I mean, it's easier to do it in Nurgle Mortals because there's a lot of profiles in there that are going to, like, yeah, if you took a Beast of, Beast of Nurgle or something like that, it's not going to feel nearly yeah. as good. But, you know, if you're, if you're just sticking to the the two things that are good, you're going to be no, it's the, it's the it's it, Again, it's a blueprint, right? You know, KO hard to build a good KO list, hard to build a bad, or hard to build a, a bad KO list, hard to build a bad Nurgle list, as long as you're following the, the rule of the smalls and talls, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Enough flag bearers, pick the two Six. beefy heroes of your choice, and yeah, yeah you're you're going to be better than most. Great. Okay. Yeah, so they're that great was... Place so, to start if you want to try to get into competitive, I think. One, because they're going to you know, have a really good high end, but you don't have to think too much about super competitive play. You can see what good chaff feels like and how to how to spread it out. And it's a pretty it's not I don't want to call it simplistic and be reductive for what it takes to play them well, but it doesn't take too much like strain of thought to figure out what you should be doing a lot of the time. And the other thing too, uh, to to piggyback onto that, because I agree the way they the way that Nurgle Demons uses dice is a relatively simple scheme, right? Because mm -hmm. none of their abilities are any good. So <laughs> it simplifies the gameplay down to like Rampage, Onslaught, whatever your hero, big heroes are bringing. It just lets you kind of focus more on the movement 
and positioning because you don't have to really worry about like setting up your dice. That's not a big part of their game plan. Yeah, for um, sure. They're doing it on stats and efficiency, not on synergy and, and abilities, which they, I think is an easier way to approach the game when you're learning it. And they, they let the allies use the dice, right? You get to do the cool thing with the cool models on the table while the little yes. things just, just shuffle around and, and swing. Yep. Also probably the best monster shell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, hundred percent. If if I, if you could play monsters at Adepticon, I wouldn't even be. The list is just it's right there. There's no tinkering with it. It's you know Nurgle Chimera. Well, it's you can you can choose to play Nurglings if you want. That's true. Yeah, you can switch them in and out. But I'm that guy, right? Like if I can <laughs> play Nurgle Chimera, I'm gonna play Nurgle Chimera. I'm not gonna go guilty about that. I played spiders, four boxes of spiders, right? Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no, there's no shame in this in this list building. It's called okay. competitive for a reason. <laughs> if I'm going to a tournament, I want to play the best list I can play, and that there is a best list in this game right now, and that's what it is. But taking that out of the game, then it becomes really interesting. What's the next best list in the game? Mm-hmm. And it's probably something that looks a lot like this. It just instead of playing a chimera, you have to make your own monster, right? Like, what's the next closest thing to a monster you can play? And it's like probably a Varengard or whatever. You just build I mean, the same style. Damage of output. You look at like, okay, let's just chuck two FOMOs in there. Then figure figure yeah. that out. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. Oh Funny no! You should mention that. So we covered we covered Denmark, we covered Poland, we covered Norway. Now we're going to cover the worldwide TTS league. The results from January, and we've been talking about how good. Olgroids are, FOMOs are, Varengards. Hey, here's another one. Smalls and Talls. Hey. We got a Varengard with Ensorcelled Weapon at 290. FOMO Crusher. Seven Marauders with Flails. Oh, yeah. 975, 970 points, nine models. 30 points left over for a Blessing. Plus attacks on the FOMO. Malachi played this to a 4-0 and kind of ran away with the January lead. Dave, what do you think about this one? Uh, I think you can get five more points for blessings by going to uh, the Demon Forge Blade Vanguard, but I, it, that's nitpicking. This is a, a very solid list, and obviously it went four and zero for a reason. Here's my thoughts on this list. Look at those goony nerds with their flails. <laughs> uh, I know. I I had a good time picking out the graphics for oh, for this episode. Man. I love the close-ups, Warren, too. Get him. Yeah, like, if, the rest are just kind of in the background. No, no, let's get right up in their yeah, face. If uh, <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're if you're watch if you're listening to this in the podcast version, check us out on YouTube to get all the cool graphics. I I kind of did myself with the graphics. Yes. Uh, such such as it was such as it was this month. Just the sexiest flail marauders you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, whatever you're imagining, this is sexier. Yeah. yeah. This is what Pete performance looks like. <laughs> the Yeah, it's interesting because as, as a group, we kind of came to the consensus that mathematically we liked Demon Forge Blade. Even if you have yeah. the five points, like yeah. the math. I mean, math you, we're, we're, we're nitpicking a little bit. I mean, yeah, we've sure. seen enough Varengard lists, and I think there's even some more Varengard lists. There's enough Crusher lists. Um, no such thing as a bad Varengard. Even the Spear one has its merit. Spear one's totally fine. I agree. Strange to start whacking. But my point is, though, is when you're looking at lists like this, that nitpicking 
is all there really is to it, right? The the shell of the list is very solid. So the the only conversation to really have about it is is the, that five point change optimal or not? Because like, <laughs> other than that, yeah, you get nine models plus a FOMO plus a Baron Guard. It's going to be good. Having played yep. having played him a couple of times, he's just an absolute anaconda. I watched a few of his games too. Like it's really, really great opponent. Understands what to do with those, you know, seven models that aren't just purely there to kill. Really great at positioning and stuff like that. He is an absolutely excellent pilot. And uh, I really hate that he is branched out. He was dominating with death. Now he's being fantastic with chaos. So hopefully he doesn't play any more Grand Alliances to prove that he is, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> so good. And I, I, I can't yeah, and I can't understate how how underrated the Marauders of Flails are. Like looks aside. The fact that they're they have ten wounds, effectively thirteen wounds, because as long as they haven't activated, they're gonna heal for three at least once, if not more. Speaking from playing against it, Dave's Dave's been a beneficiary of that a whole lot. Sometimes you need to sink like 16 points of damage into these guys. And if they don't, they're just going to peck away at you. Yeah, I think they're I think they're very, very quietly one of the most underrated chaff in the game. No one respects them because of the looks. The reaction is insane. It's it's really good. Um, There's not enough points in here to give the Varengard the free reaction, is there? I think it's 30. If you if you don't bless the FOMO, I think it's just thirty points for the. Oh uh, yeah, you could actually. Mm-hmm. Because I've I've been toying with that. Obviously, it's a really expensive model, but like, how do you kill that Varen Guard when it just can sit there and gain like health back? Well, every no, turn? we talked about it, though. You don't, and so it just becomes it just becomes thirty wasted points because you just never ever try. I don't know. I think it's so mobile. You can put it in places where your opponent kind of has to do something about it deal with it but i don't know i mean if you if you do it and somebody chooses to ignore it it's just got absolute free reign and like the the only thing you're doing is trying to slow it down with chaff hoping it doesn't then you know use the triple for a rampage after that and old rampage too right free full move not a not a value-based move i don't think right it's just a regular move action yeah yeah Yeah. it's a really hard piece to to ignore is it can get anywhere it wants to get so <laughs> this there's but, no there's no good options to attack in this list do you want to fight the crusher who is going to win the fight against you do you want to fight the vanguard who is just cleaning up everything or like you said do you want to fight the marauders that are just going to not die for a while and be really annoying yeah yeah that's true i don't know how you except unless you play ko and you just shoot everything and then they all <laughs> die that's that's the other option i suppose but yeah, it's a cool Horn, list. Nine Horn's models. okay into him, too, I think, with the, the flame. Yeah, just chucking chucking dice into the deployment groups and stuff like that. Might be helpful, but you've never got oh, one yeah. of three, so I don't know. Still, I mean, you just spread out then, right, and then make the triples inefficient, and then you're just picking stuff off still. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a real good list. Yeah, he he went four and zero, and then if you look at the, uh, the victory points, it was not close. Uh, second place at 3-1. Wade, the next Mike Ike. Oh goodness! Yeah, so you got to figure out. So what was he was he was playing? What was the core? The core had to be Nave. Yeah, it has to be Black Nave or Nave with Hendrick the Silver Wolf. So the second, the second biggest guy on the team that can feed Nave actions. 
Uh, you're bringing in Calthea Zandire, and you're bringing Hexbane. And then Hexbane is not bringing Quiet Pock. He's bringing Amos Duncaro, a 3 5 2 4, 15 wounds for 105 points. And then you get a couple dogs at 55 points each as well to fill out your numbers. So seven models, 990 points. So how does Amos compare to a Bestigore? They look kind of similar to me off the top of my head. Pull it up real quick. Give me a second. Bestigores are a 3-4-2-4, 100 points, toughness 4, 12 wounds. They're a little okay. glassier than I like for 100 points. So 15 wounds, at yeah, 15 wounds at 105 is good. The extra, the extra point of strength is good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a that's a good upgrade for five points. Um, I mean, the I feel like the I, I didn't actually get to see any of his games, but I feel like the the whole plan with this list is feed Neve extra actions, right? Kalthi is doing it, and then Hendrick's doing it as well. So if you got a triple double every round, just give yeah. <laughs> let Neve go absolutely wild. Now, yes. and I know the I know the Google Sheet online had the deployment groups. I'm not sure Neve and Hendrick were in the same group though. They might have. It makes it would make sense to do that, but then you're putting 400 points into the same group. Yeah, so. I just think I think you just do it anyway, right? It's not. I think that you just run the risk of having it deploy late or whatever, but it's still going to make up for it just by free activations. I think even if it deploys later than you want it to. I oh, mean, they, one they were Warren. I just checked so. it. Neve, Neve and Hendrick were in the hammer for that one, so okay. they did actually. Yeah, so you, you're guaranteeing that you're getting those extra ones off. Like one of your deployment groups is gonna suck, but I think that that <laughs> makes up. Can you put Grot Biter and Rat Spike in one group? Let him let the boys run. Send them out for the day. <laughs> let them out in the field. Oh, they're having such a good time out there. <laughs> and like those those attack profiles, like two three damage. Like that's the same thing as the the egg grot with KMK right oh, now. Like you I know, just. It's, yeah, I didn't. I never noticed that till now. I, mm -hmm. I was more focused on the weaknesses, right? The two attacks, the six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for 55 points, again, we talked about ghouls, but, you know, you get what you pay for for 55 points. When they, yeah, you're just moving them. They're capping objectives, moving, blocking stuff off that yeah. is, you know, getting in the way. Move six at 55 points. That's interesting. That's yeah, the beast rune mark though. So they're that's they're getting the discount for not being able to carry treasure, yeah, I think. That's true. They are yeah, yeah. they must be small dogs with very short legs. <laughs> <laughs> Attack pugs. <laughs> somebody I heard somebody on Discord painted their entire Wildercore recently all as pugs. It might have been uh, great way no cow, but I, yeah, it was a oh, great man. idea. That is a brilliant idea. Or like dachshunds, that would be pretty sweet too. <laughs> this, yeah. I mean, having dogs in the game was just such a brilliant idea. So much, you know, I've seen Dalmatians this week a whole bunch too. Lots of lots of great, great different dogs you can paint up. Yeah, that's I've got awesome. my next thing sitting here unpainted, so maybe that'll be a project <laughs> coming up soon. Hey, inspiration! You're ready to go now. <laughs> X-Bane's cool because he's got that attack, too. You know, it's not a great attack, but if he just wants to cap a point and doesn't, like, you know, he, four, 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 uh, I mean, four move, four toughness, 20 wounds. It, when you compare him to 
bespoke leaders, like your regular, you know, all, all of the different bespoke leaders. Four toughness, 20 wounds is pretty common, but he's usually like 50 points cheaper than they are. Kind of a neat, neat little defensive profile that he has. And combine that with the fact that he does have a, a no min range range attack. You know, it's a it's a pretty good cut. Th those two things synergize really well. He doesn't have to charge in, doesn't really want to charge in. And once something does kind of charge him down, he can survive for a little while. Yeah, well, think, of, yeah. think about this. If he wasn't a named character, how many of him would you take? Mm, yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, you compare him to the crossbows in Elder Core. He's a little more expensive, but those wounds, are, I mean, yeah, oh, defensively, wounds. he's so good, yeah. Yeah. That profile is worth 125 points. It's not worth 165 points. You know, it's not worth 170 points, but it's pretty aggressive at 125. It doesn't jump gotta, off the page at you. It's like, I'm going to sell those kits. Changer, but it's not bad. So coming up next, we got, all right. So here's where the, the, the pairings or the, here's where the, the results get a little screwy. Third place, we have Caesar Merlin at 2-0-2. So 2-0-2, oh oh a worse record than a lot of the three and ones we're going to see, but he was dominating on major victories and not taking minor loss and or the yeah the, his two victories were major victories no minor loss no major losses so uh, yeah third place at 202 uh, let that be or, a lesson yeah. everybody major victories major yep. losses there, there's another example we'll see too that kind of that, that kind of exemplifies that well we got an orc mega boss at 225 a bolt boy boss we have my favorite brute, the brute with the gore choppa at 175. Yeah. And then five hard boys with choppa and shield. So their job That's is so you know, boys. Yep. Just stay alive. 970 points, eight models, 30 points left over to give the Orc Mega Boss plus one attack, which I assume is the play. So again, you have there's your you know, your your mega tight your your Titan, your your mega boss on the field that will probably take out anything else one on one. A decent, a decent shooter as the number two in the Bolt Boy boss. And the Brute. And both uh, bosses are good. Yeah. Actually, both of them hold their own. And then, obviously, the rest is, is very solid as well. So, good showing by Cesar. He's a good player, too. He's, I think he's a relatively new convert to, to Warcry. I think he played a lot of Kill Team. And, yeah, shows tactically. Really knows what he's doing. And, you know, and I think... Iron Jaws is a great place to to demonstrate just a general understanding of how games work too, because they only really have like two worthwhile tricks: it's charge and then duff up the big. Oh, sorry, not duff up. You mess in, and so you know you you're really just kind of playing regular old Warcry a lot of the time with nothing too fancy, but just just a good pile of stats and slow moving guys. You got to put them where you need them, but yeah, they're still they're still great. <laughs> they're still yep. real good. And like you That's said, yeah, insane. just not taking those minor minor victories, getting all of the points out is huge in a tournament. The ability to use you messing when you have eight models is going to make it really hard to outcompete you on objectives if you're mm -hmm. in the right place at the right time, right? Because you already have a lot of models, and you messing can can just invalidate the chaff models on top of that. So. That's cool. So many art boys. I've never seen a list with five art boys in it. <laughs> so many. But they're tough, man. They're tough to kill. Mm -hmm. 
fourth place, we have Girth Demon, Rob Viscomi. He's playing uh, the Crew Boys Monster Killers. So he brought in a Gut Lord, gave it plus one attack. So this should be a 340. I was going to say, like, that's a really good value at 240. 240. <laughs> I'd take, take two of them. Maybe think about three at that cost. Yes. There we go. 340 points. Four, six, five, ten. And you have just, you know, kind of one of everything else, right? The Beast Knob. The Beast Knob's good. You got next you have the next slicer both variants you get the howler pretty much yeah he's got everything in there clutch of grot brew get thousand points seven models so so again showing showing what you can do with one box and just one just complete monster on the field there were no mike correct me if i'm wrong there were no monsters in this tournament right it's i'm trying to remember was, now, actually i don't it, think anybody brought them but uh, okay. i don't think we it's it's we use the warhammer world pack that they're doing mm -hmm. so i think you could have brought them if you really wanted to but i don't okay. think we saw any lists with them all right so like we were saying before right like monsters you're not playing monsters you find the closest thing and that gut lord is pretty close yeah yeah ogres <laughs> ogres are the next best thing for sure they get that oh. extra move on a double and all that kind of stuff. I will yeah. I will say uh, Rob was very mad, despite the fact that we ran this tournament. Uh, he was very mad that uh, he ended up fourth despite being 3-0-1 versus a 2-0-2 because he hates major minors. I had to, I had yeah, to put he, that. <laughs> no, I, I chatted with him briefly to to kind of go over the results and stuff like that. And yeah, he confirmed that it was, major, it was major minors and stuff. So this just shows, so in addition to winning your games, you have to, you know, I mean, granted, he was, it was one box plus an ally, but and the you have to, you have well, to pay attention it? to, if you want to go, if you don't want to get beat on tiebreakers, you need to pay attention and, and not win by the skin of your teeth. Yeah. You got to play tight in that third and fourth round as the, yep. as the protect game models. So yep. Put, either protect or out. either have tough to kill chaff protect your chaff or have just way too much chaff for them to kill to get you the 50% point. Uh, uh, a lot of times going into the fourth round, the game is you can really see how it's going to end. Not all the time. A lot of time, sometimes it comes down to that final roll, but a lot of times like in some of the missions, like the game is, is the fourth round is where you're playing for major minor and you really got to pay attention to that as the game goes late. But Man, I'm looking at this gut lord. I keep looking at this gut lord. <laughs> and the thing that has me nervous about it is 340 points. Now, that's obviously an insane profile. And like you were saying, they're they're disturbingly fast because they get that extra move on a double. Plus, he's got the two-inch range. Plus, he's got might makes right. So if he kills a unit, he can get, you know, additional move or attack activations. But 340 points for 32 wounds has me a little bit nervous about getting like shot to death by an aether cannon or something like that. Like I know he's got five toughness, but man, that's so many points on 32 wounds. That's yeah, I mean, they're killable. Concern. If you're, if you want to charge into them, you can definitely get them down. Probably not in the one go and you'll probably no. need two, two good spicy models to get, to get through them all. Cause you're going to lose gonna that kill person. One of them easily yeah. on the way. Out. But 
and ranged attacks, like you said, are great. Like Bolt Boy Boss is really good at chunking them down with that double to to crit on fours. Really, really good piece to to fire off against some KO. Obviously, like you said, honestly, even like Hunters of Hawanchi, just that that eight inch, you know, the disengage. So if they don't, if he somehow only if he whiffs on you in that first attack, you get that disengage action, and then just blow a pipe at him. Really turn it into a an inefficient killing field for something like this. Like three three hunters spread out. That yeah. board is going to be very frustrated trying to run them down. Mm-hmm, well, they for sure. Link away. I think it's crit him every once in a while. And, you know, but that mid range list we were looking at, like all those chaos warriors, this guy's going to chew through. Yeah. Them. It's going to be ugly. Mm-hmm. So, melt you know, him through it. Gonna, yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Run Dower Craig into that? Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Dower Craig will into that. <laughs> Fearlessly. What a hero. But he'll do it. <laughs> it's been... more than so it's okay. been a while since we've had a, a KO list. So here, have two of them. <laughs> here we got Clinton and Kalor, both on both a three and one with KO. Both of the Bloodrack Medusa on and one. We have Endermass with Endred Harness, Company Captain, two Eater Cannon, four. Arcos with pistols, 925, pretty standard list. The other one, again, a little bit different configuration. Two Endron Masters, two Eater Cannons, four Arcos with pistols, 975 points. You know, two Aether Cannons, four pistols, plus X is going to be a pretty good list. Uh, I'll give you, you guys want to, here's a fun, fun activity. These two played each other. You want to take a guess at who won? <laughs> I can't hold uh, on. See if the I can one with the blood rack Medusa. Nice, got it. Nailed the it. The one first with the Endred Master. <laughs> my, my guess is Milk Thief. Any other takers? You know, I'll say Kalor just just to be on the other side. Well, you should have you should have just copied. It was <laughs> Clinton when, won it. <laughs> when when two KO players fight, we all lose. <laughs> or. Or we all win, depending on how many dead dwarves you like. Or Medusas uh, in this instance, right? Yeah. Seeing all these yep. Medusas is really, really giving me a lot to think about. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I have not pulled the trigger on getting a, on a Medusa yet, but there's a reason I, I put her in the on the front cover at the last minute. I bought they those, that uh, entire... Those Medusa ones, that Luke, and they were, they were tempting. I bought that entire... Uh, start collecting that came with the blood cauldron with the blood rack medusa and i threw the rest of it into the garbage <laughs> and i pulled the blood rack medusa out of it i got so, super lucky they had that kit just the <clears throat> just the cauldron on sale locally and it was on like 75 percent off clearance just to get rid of it and i was like yeah that'll do i'll pay whatever that cost is just yeah. for the medusa and some cool that bits blo- that blood rack to me cost me like 140 dollars for that one <laughs> I mean, they've had multiples in stock at Epic that I have not picked up, but it's only a matter of time. Next time I'm there, if there's any, if there's one there, it's probably going home with me. Because <laughs> here's the thing to keep in mind, Warren. Other than that, the only way to get it is as one of the two passenger options on the Blood Cauldron. Like, it is a pain to get new. If you find one used, you should buy it. Yeah. I, I mean, there's several of them that are built. Yeah. There's There may be a Troll Trader order coming in the near future as well <laughs> i but, i got i have i have my sources 
but both these lists are interesting. I think two engine masters is a lot of engine masters personally, but again, people like I mean, engine masters like engine masters. They don't like paying that extra five points. And it was this was his only loss, right? Like they're both three and one, and Keller's only loss was to the other KO list. Yeah, but see, I, looking at them, I just feel like the the fifth place list is just naturally advantaged over the seventh place list. I'd much rather have a company captain than another engine master. So, uh, but both of them obviously can put out a ton of firepower. So, and then rounding out here, we have Itan. So again, three one, but tenth place. So this he got punished as well by with a major loss and minor wins being at the bottom of that bracket there. Uh, but he was playing. I believe this is yep. This is standard list from the video. So getting yeah, this is his um, new and improved clause of whatever yes, hunters, hunters of Hawanchi, not hunters of Hawanchi. <laughs> but they have that same reaction, right? That's the yep. Mm -hmm. disengage after an attack action that doesn't kill you yeah actually i got to play against this list i didn't take this month super seriously depending on your perspective i ran a come on i got i got do let me set let me set up let me set this up here so all right then finally yeah. we have one more list that we have an honorable mention <laughs> all right now now mike mike be quiet about this one don't spoil it I'm excited right. to see so it. I can't wait to see what you've got. We got an list for you. So, oh. all right. We're going to start with a tyrant. All right. I love the tyrant. Look, 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 look so far. All right. You know what we're going to add to that? We're going to add another tyrant. <laughs> Even better than one tyrant. All right. That could be better than two tyrants. How about three tyrants? Oh. <laughs> oh that's sexy. <laughs> Uh, and you have points for blessings and you have points for yeah. blessings too yeah and names for them as well they were, <laughs> they were the, yeah, three, the three musketeers is what they got named after <laughs> mm -hmm. They're fans oh my like god musketeers. dude could you like oh, you could put a you missed an opportunity I, I know you put blessings in there you had an opportunity to put a noblar in there and name him d'artagnan yeah, I thought about it, but it really it really messed with my desire to never have to think about my deployments when I created this list. Oh, yeah, that would put a lot of confusion in there. But I mean, and the one thing, it was completely randomized. So, like we didn't know what mission we we're playing just because that's how how Warhammer World set up to do it as well. So, it wouldn't it literally would have cost me nothing to do it other than the the meme of running three tyrants, right? It's fun. It's if you like getting things, it's a great time. They uh, they can hit real hard. They hit they hit things long. They hit them far. Then they can chase other things down and smash them to bits too. I yeah, think I went fast. Like and they have a two inch range. My God. Yeah, they whack. They're they're good time. I did get unlucky with some of the missions that we drew though. Uh, I had to play I had to play that Wildercore Hunters list on ley lines. I did manage to scrape out a point and guaranteed the the minor vic the minor loss with killing all but two models in the end. I think, but um, yeah, they're not great on objective missions. I will I will fully oh. disclose that. I bet you're pretty good on what's the mission the 
the, uh, <laughs> yeah, kill, the kill point missions because yeah. they're not going to kill a tyrant. I was I was really hoping that we drew Reaper, and unfortunately, we did not. We did get oh. Hidden Vault, which was the next best thing. That was probably that's one of my most epic TTS games I've had. It was against uh, Gray Uncle Death on Discord, and he was running a triple storm fiend list with two with uh, Scabic and Scritter, and then my my three tyrants, and it was it was pretty epic. Nice storm fiends. Let me show you. Let me show you a triple list. Yeah. <laughs> he's 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 not used to fighting things that were bigger than him and um which is completely fair because I think this might be one of the only lists that can be bigger yeah. than three storm fiends. Oh that's Doom Doomflayer Doom gauntlets hit on fives versus tyrants. Mm -hmm. Yep. Luckily there was only one of those. He he ran two of the the good ranged ones. The yeah. yeah, Rattling Ken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, the the game functionally came down to a, an initiative roll turn two because I deployed right next to it, got an attack off into it, and whoever won next was getting the kill. So, yeah, nasty, nasty, nasty stuff. But yeah, it's I mean, it's skewer glaive. Give them the glaive. They're <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah, they're fun to play though. I mean, they're just a good time if you don't want to think and you just want to blow stuff up. Highly recommend. <laughs> yeah. Ogres was my first list that I ever played for Warcry, and my first list was something like Gutlord, Tyrant, Glutton, and then like two Noblars, or however the points work out, and I've been chasing that high ever since. <laughs> it's, yeah, there's something, there's something about playing just three massive heavy hitters and then sprinkling in anything else if you feel like it. Like I played the up at uh, Salty's tournament at the beginning of last year, played the triple core graph list. Oh, that's, yeah, that's nice too. But it's not triple tyrant though. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a format we've been joking around in group chatter here. Of, not necessarily three. We're all, all of our meme lists tend to sit about four models. But uh, yeah, something, something, something gross like that, where everybody just has four model lists and it's just arena of death style or whatever you want to call it. We just yeah. headbutt each other until somebody dies. <laughs> the worst thing about playing it was in. Sorry, go ahead, Dave. So if I'm running a four model list, I'm running my my oops all ogroids. Just yeah, first. charges. Another, another legendary one. Yeah, the only thing that feels really bad in this list is if you deploy round one with only one or two deployment groups and end up with uh, three different ability options that you can use. Uh, you're just you're just not using abilities. You get yeah. one of those. <laughs> Happened more than once. Yeah, that's that's a real concern. So that's all the uh, lists we got for the month of January. But get ready because February is going to be an even bigger month here. Coming up to upcoming events, upcoming tournaments. Well, first off, I need to get this out by the end of the week. Uh, I actually sent the word out to Discord and a bunch of other places so folks were aware. But all this weekend, as of the time of recording, the next weekend, Super Bowl Sunday, February 10th, four tournaments that I know of, at least four. Actually, there's more that uh, other folks have reached out as well. Hammer World, Red Seal Gaming in Madawan, New Jersey. Girth Team is running that one. We have Odin Games and Hobby in Schofield. We have Tower Games in Minneapolis. I believe either Salty's around that or someone else from Minneapolis is. Looking forward to getting the results from this. And uh, links will yes. be in the description. So if you catch this in time, go out and play some Warcry this weekend. 
Because obviously, Warcry players don't like watching American football. <laughs> Look, you can do both, is the thing. Just put it on your phone. Right there on the table, you can do both. You'll have a great time. You could. You could. There was going to be Kill Team locally at Dragon's Guild Hall, and the organizer actually moved it to the following week because it was chances oh. were I was not getting... I was not getting there at two or three to play kill team and playing three rounds before going to somebody's house. Yeah. Well, this, these are all on Saturday though, right? The, the superb owl isn't on until Sunday. So you can just, completely no, this is all, all, these are all responsibilities. Sundays. Oh, this is really? all Sundays. Yeah. Wow. Yep. The 10th is a Sunday. No, I got Saturday. Am I, am I, you might've been looking at the wrong month, my man. Am I crazy? Oh, you, no, you're right. You're right. I guess I whose weekend just with... got more full of war cry. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. That is Saturday. All right. Take back everything I said. There you go. That's your weekend right there. That's a good weekend. How yeah, do you yeah. shake that out? That's a good weekend. Not, not if you have a family. They're not going to be happy. But outside of that, I, I did <laughs> consider, I did consider a road trip to Wisconsin. Oof. We got. We got a couple. We got that one. I'm bummed. I'm not going to be able to make it to that one. I think I know at least Zach locally is planning on going to that one. I think a couple other people fell off and I just couldn't couldn't swing that one. But that that crew is running a different event next month as well. And I'm hoping to get up for it too. So this one? No, no, the completely different one. That's our event though. That's a, that's the Madison one. Yep. There's Madison. What, what the heck is Zach one. running that? Okay. Mm -hmm. I, yep. I have no idea. That's those are all his models on the on the poster too. He's painted all, all right. those bad boys. He's got yep, some so, real real good skill. Yeah, so February seventeenth at Madison, I'm bored. Zach's running that one. I'll have the link in the description. Salt Lake City, Utah. I found this one on Best Coast Pairings as well. Salt Lake Salt Lake City, the lightly salted group is having a tournament. Always good results from that one. Looking forward to seeing that as well. For sure. And then locally. For those listening locally in the Dayton, Columbus, Cincinnati area, February 25th, I have the date set for our next meetup. This will be just a casual meetup at Dragon's Guild Hall. This will be probably one of our last opportunities in tournament prep, but I'll be setting up open games for new players, teaching, demoing, and or and if I'm free, then I'll be doing some tournament practice games, trying to set those up for Fred, who's in the competitive at Adepticon. I was going to say, maybe for everybody else, it's a casual meetup. I'm going. I'm <laughs> You're going hard in the paint. Yes. I'm if I players and I'm like putting my Nurgle demons on the board and I'm looking them in the eye. <laughs> if anybody's looking to get some not in real life practice too, Warren, I don't know if you've got a cue for it or anything like that, but we are doing Adepticon practice for this month as well as next month on TTS. If We're playing by the Adepticon rules with no no blessings or anything like that. So, but or if you just want to get games in, always happy to help facilitate get some get some games on the interwebs. Playing against some friends, that, some cool people in there. That, has that league started yet? Or we. We started January, but the the pack we discovered Dan was salty was enough of a pain in the butt to the TO to add more add more missions in. So it's gonna be it's it was originally just gonna be core and rumble pack for Adepticon, but now it's been expanded to core rumble, the only the new white dwarf, those six missions, not those three missions. We're keeping that a secret. Hopefully not that does never see the light of day. And then also the there's a Google Doc that Dan had put together with some of the community created missions. So there's a couple from him, uh, a couple from Cody, who's up in Minnesota, who makes some awesome missions. Wait, uh, there's one okay. that I put together too. So yeah, there's a lot of missions to prep. Wait, wait, for. is this for the? This is for the. This is 
what they convinced the Yabdepticon TO to do. Yeah, that's what that's what Dan. So there's said. a pool of twenty uh, plus missions. Thirty, I think. There's what six, six, oh, six, and then fourteen. Yeah, so there's thirty potential missions. Oh. He, hey, I will oh, say, sorry, he did... sorry, sorry, Fred. There is there is absolutely no way you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna have seen all these missions. There, I I cannot adequately prepare you in time for that. Oh, I have good. the white dwarves, and I can I have the white dwarf, the new set of white dwarf missions, and that's the next batch. I'll probably be we testing out, but yeah, no way we're getting that many games. <laughs> Oh, but I, I think that's I doubt anyone else will be either. So uh, TTS not, players, yeah, yeah Rob, I, Rob, Rob in particular, Rob, we'll Rob's gonna, I guarantee. He, I think he hit over like thirty-five games January or something like that. Like the, yeah, he's he's a wild man. He just gets reps and reps and reps. Yeah, I need to get oh, in. Call it a night. All right. Well, hold on. We got the outro here. Great having you on, Mike. Add to the conversation. Thanks, man. Always a blast hanging out with you guys. And we'll be back next month. Again, we're at the pace now. We're doing about one a month now, primarily focused on tournament results. And this will that'll be our last one before Adepticon. So Adepticon prep coming up. And again, if you're in the local area or the, even the Ohio area, reach out to us on the official Warcry Discord. Link in the description below. I'm War Machine. I'm Fred Shred. I'm C Forever. I'm Armor Enthusiast 7. Thanks for listening. Your kids need to learn about war cries. They, they know. <laughs> I just keep screaming it at them. They're like, Dad, I'm trying to do my homework. I'm like, Karajan Overlords, what do I put in this last slot? <laughs> Deep game is the only math you need to learn. Great having you on, Mike. Thanks for being here, adding to the conversation. <laughs> oh, you want me to say that? I was an old. I'm... <laughs> You're, hey, man. At least I can edit silence out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on. Great, Which one are great we having doing you on, Mike. Okay. Great having you on, Mike. Thanks for being here, adding to the conversation. <laughs>